0: So as you all well know, this quarter is dealing with all things decisions. We're excited because today we're going to be talking about the two, or should I say, what type of decision maker are you? There are two main, two primary types of decision makers. So as we go through this and unpack this, you can figure out which one are you. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Marriedpreneur Life Podcast.
1: Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go.
0: I'm O.L. Buckley.
1: And I'm Sway Buckley.
0: Of Marriedpreneur Life and this is where com. we help. <laughs> <dot com. laughs> this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs. Those who want to get more clarity, generate more income and above all of that, leave a lasting impact.
1: Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high level systems with laser clear strategy to help them build out a solid structure for their God vision and to do that profitably. So whether you are a entrepreneur, where one of you is operating the nine to five, operating a business while the other work in nine to five, or if you're both indiepreneurs where you're both operating your own individual businesses, or if you are couplepreneurs and you are operating the same business together, you are in the right place and guess what even if you're a combination any combination of those you are definitely in the right place too we in fact are both indie and couplepreneurs yes
0: yeah, so as preneurs, we both operate separate businesses me i own a consulting firm helping organizations and individuals to boost revenues as well as i partner in a realty firm helping families to build wealth through real estate acquisition
1: and i as an indiepreneur part we i also run a creative arts staffing firm as well as a consultancy for mainly creative women helping them build multiple revenue streams with their craft now as couplepreneurs That's where Marriedpreneur Life comes in. And we're helping, of course, other married entrepreneurs build out their businesses as well. Now, with that being said, we want to find out if you are listening to the Marriedpreneur Life podcast for the very first time, we want to welcome you. Okay, welcome to the building. If you are returning, what's up, fam? Glad to have you back in the space as well. We are legacy builders here to help other legacy builders build out their, guess what? Legacy. (laughs) With that being said... Let's talk about what we're here to talk about today. The two types of decision makers. First and foremost, I think it's really important to say that legacy decisions are made every single day. And that's, that's right. Is.
0: All the decisions that we're making every day are inching us yet closer or right. not closer i'll put it that way to (laughs) the legacy that we are uh aiming towards and so we want to really think about the kinds of decisions that we're making which is why we're so excited to be talking about decisions all quarter
1: yes so let's talk about this we're gonna break it down make it personal the two primary types of decision makers now Listen, we are here to help you so you make the right types of decisions, but there is a type of decision maker that you want to be in. There's a type of decision category, maker category that you want to find yourself in whenever you are making decisions, which is every day. So let's talk about these two types of decision makers, shall we?
0: Yeah. So the two types are on one hand, passive decision makers, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: whereas on the other hand, proactive decision makers. So what does that look like, right? And how do we know which one we are? Let me first off say, before even defining that, it's possible, depending on what the decision and the situation is, for you to be one or to go between one and the other. It just depends on what all is happening. But by and large, we all lean towards one or the other. So let's talk about the passive decision maker. The passive decision maker is the one who's making decisions that are dictated by values of others. So you may be making a decision, not even realizing you're making a decision. And that decision is being dictated by values, not our own or not your own. So it could be decisions that are based on the values of the culture, decisions that are based on someone else in your family, decisions that are based on the trajectory of friends or people that you run with or the crowd. And you'll always know if you're a passive decision maker, if you find yourself doing something that you knew before you did it, I shouldn't have done this and I knew I shouldn't have done this, but somehow I'm here anyway. Mm. Teenagers are definitely <laughs> passive decision makers a lot oftentimes, of times. Yeah,
1: oftentimes. Yeah, that's good. So I know, we, like you said, that sometimes you can go between the two. Mm-hmm. So it's not always a negative thing to make decisions passively, mm-hmm. but you don't want that to be the primary. That's right. Because that will dictate how you make your decision that's going to dictate
0: your results absolutely absolutely now on the other hand we have proactive decision makers and these are decisions that are dictated by values mm-hmm. that are our own mm-hmm. so it's the opposite of passive so it is you could think of it almost like having boundaries not just to say what it is you won't do, but what it is that you will do. So we're going to be making decisions, all of us, as we go into 20, as we're now here in 2021. (laughs) And so we're all thinking, okay, what is it that I need to be working towards? And what kind of decisions do I need to make daily that is promoting that legacy that we talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. that is feeding and supporting that? And we want to be proactive in doing that because if you are not anchored down, (laughs) you drift with the current of the water or the ocean or the sea or the river or whatever, whatever. It,
1: whatever's out there in those streets. That's so good. Mm-hmm. So something that we were talking about before we press record and I was like, Oh, I have to take notes because I was asking you. So let's talk about this passive and proactive decision maker. Um, what is the big, big difference? And one of the things you talked about was those who are decisive mm-hmm. versus those who are not decisive. They often operate in two different areas. Um, strengths, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, And I call them that or strengths or weaknesses, if you would. But um, you said those who are decisive, mainly or primarily operate out of a conviction when you're decisive. And those who aren't decisive often operate out of confusion. So either conviction or confusion is often, we're not saying all the time, but this is often the situation. Yeah,
0: there's been decisions that I've made in the past. There have been decisions I made last year Mm. that I was passive about. And the Mm. reason why was because I was confused and I wasn't clear Mm. as to a certain direction about a certain thing. Mm. And so I, I recognized though afterwards that, hey, even if I'm not sure about whatever important details are needed to make a quality decision, it's best that I decide to not decide.
1: Yeah, that's good. Rather than
0: feel... The compulsion, like, I need to make a decision.
1: And oftentimes we do that because we feel like we're about to be left out or we're going to miss the boat or... Or someone's
0: going to look down on us because we're not sure about something mm. at a particular moment.
1: Yeah, that's so good. Because that is actually a decisive decision to say, you know what? I need to research more on that. Let me get back to you. right? Let me think about this. Like, that's a decision as well, too.
0: Yes, we often say a lot that you can't put a price on peace. But basically what we're saying is when we, when we say that, that peace... Is really valuable and peace is prices. And that peace really is, and you'll know this if you've ever made a decision and realized, oh, I shouldn't have made that decision because your peace is really like. Disturbed. Is rather, yeah, is disturbed. Thank you. <laughs> and so. Disgruntled peace. Right. And so. <laughs> and so peace. it's better to not make a decision, depending on what we're talking about, of course, mm-hmm. um, and maintain a sense of peace yeah. um, rather than to be. To to acquiesce to having your hand forced or feeling like your hand is being forced, and then sometimes hate we so and then hate it afterwards, oh, and be paying a price for it. And if you've yeah, ever done anything where you're in a long term commitment or even a short term commitment, you're like, man, I gotta finish this out, and I really wish I, I would have
1: committed. That's so good. So I think a big piece of this is giving ourselves more time to think not even just yes about decisions but think about what we're thinking about thinking about what our convictions are before we even have to ask about and sometimes we don't even know until we get to that you know across that that bridge and that's okay too but I think when we, we are such our society our culture is so rush 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 that we don't stop to really feel and think about what is best for me, for my family? What is this, um, what does God's word say about this? Right, like just understanding and reading and um, deliberating, like asking hard questions. And talking
0: with wise counsel.
1: Yes, like that's often, I feel like a lost art sometimes, like where we are now, because everything is about, a lot of things are about, let's do it now, just go, 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 go. Um, But I think there's something to be said about being clear on your convictions so when you make decisions you are solid and you are sure and when you're not yet it's okay to say i'm not going to make it i'm Mm -hmm. not going to say yay or nay yet and let me go determine what my convictions are about absolutely and sometimes we don't i don't sometimes i feel like we may not be able to articulate them but we can there's a feeling yeah listen to that
0: yeah absolutely
1: Mm -hmm. anything else i feel like you're about to say something
0: no that was it
1: okay well meet us over into enjoying the journey together segment we're going to walk you through some practical steps on being a proactive decision maker the majority of the time okay let's go
0: <laughs> all right you know what this is this is the segment of enjoying the journey together this is where we give you practical so you can see quick traction
1: So we're talking about the two kinds of decision makers, a few things that we want to share with you, just three simple steps that we believe were going to be really helpful um, in getting you into that space of being a proactive decision maker. And the first step is this, you want to
0: prioritize early, daily, a routine of thinking and praying. This can't be something you do out of a state of an emergency. It has to be something you do proactively on the front end
1: of the day before the decisions have to be made because the decisions are waiting for you. Right. So that's the first thing. Um, Second thing is also set time aside daily to close open loops or at least routinely if you feel like okay can't do this right now I have a certain day of the week that I'm just going to sit and just go through the open loops in my head it's good to do it daily though if you can before going to bed because otherwise it will um, be in it will be going around in your subconscious in your mind while you're resting
0: yeah really what this is this is just a checklist of things that you didn't get to finish mm-hmm. and so you want to not uh drag those things out
1: yes and also when we're talking about making decisions too because they're likely going to be some things that you're dragging out because you just don't know like you just don't know what to do or how should hand how you should handle it but this is also that time where you want to set aside time to say okay let me learn about what i need to know if i do this mm-hmm. this is going to happen if i do that that's going to happen okay let me think about this so the thing is you want to just give yourself yourself space and a place to think things through and mm-hmm. to pray things through and um. Also, just a quick word to wise, uh, sound decisions cannot be made on a dime oftentimes, <laughs> right? So be mindful of that too. Trying to make sound decisions just like that um, under pressure is often, depending on what it is, um, could be very challenging and it's likely that you make the uh, an unhealthy decision. Okay. And thirdly, and lastly.
0: Is gleaned from wise counsel on the front end.
1: On the front end.
0: Now, let me say, if you haven't gleaned from it on the front end, <laughs> And you find yourself in a state of an emergency, still go glean from wise counsel.
1: Go get you some but
0: we're talking about in a proactive sense. Yeah. You want it to be something that you do on the front end.
1: Yeah. And with that being said, if you're like, well, who would I even talk to? Now we have different people counselors that we talk to for different things. People for um, if it's dealing with like business decisions, right? We have counsel in that area. But some people that we would go to for wise counsel in business areas are not going to be the people who would go to for wise counsel in in marriage, right? They're not. The same, usually. So things that you just want to think about for the different areas in your life, who's on your team, go ahead and create your team, write your names out. And then those areas were like, Lord, I need some people on this team for Mm -hmm. this area. Mm -hmm. He will begin to show you those people who likely are already in your life or people that you could connect with that you already know. You could ask them, who do you go to for wise counsel for these things? Those who you, you know, are um, people who are, who are close to you. Those are awesome opportunities to, to build out your network, which is your net worth, right? So just building that out. Um, so is there anything else? Been- I think then? that's it. Okay. So hopefully this episode has been amazing for you all. Um, it's been great for us to record it. If you, um, all have not received yet your free Ultimate preneur Checklist. We'll be able to walk you through the year as your Marriedpreneur Mentors and Strategists. Then don't miss out on this. Head on over to MarriedpreneurLife.com to go get yours right now. And then uh, join us over in the Facebook group where we'll be going over deeper discussions, answering questions, all that great stuff. And that's at Marriage Plus Entrepreneurship. So with that being said, get ready, y'all. Next your next episode is going to be fire, fire, fire. we just like this one. It's going to be su- some really good tools that are going to be helping you uh, move forward um, this year. So until next time, keep living
0: purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. sync. All right.
1: Peace out. Go. Ready to drop them bars, hubby?
0: Funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we here. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Check it out. Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and sway back again. Another episode, press play, now you you in. in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. The content is real life in real time. Yep. Mm -hmm. A little more to help you both sort in step. Same page where we know you want to be. And no, it's not as easy as one, two, three. three, It's more like three, two, one. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan, and have fun. And anything YouTube will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything YouTube will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make it reviewable. Peace. Peace. Anything you call to is doable. Press
1: subscribe